How's it going, everybody? I'm Luke, and of course, joined by Joe for uh, a special edition, maybe, of the Charge Buffalo podcast, where we react to the brand new uniforms. Royal Blue is back. Can you believe it? It's finally here. The 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 uh, the long wait is over. I mean, we are wishing upon a star for this for ages, and finally, um. We got our favorite, everyone's favorite shade of royal blue, or everyone's favorite shade of blue is back. Maybe royal blue, because there will still be some people who debate, well, it's not the right shade of royal, but oh well. It's not almost black like it was before. Right, right. (laughs) We don't look like the Oilers anymore. Um, The Oilers look like us. (laughs) <laughs> you could say no maybe not so beautiful I'm it's, just looking it's at the pictures now very oh, beautiful um but yeah i mean listen uh, for how long i'm sure since we started this show there's been some mention of royal blue here and there right some <laughs> yeah, like every, some. every single episode uh but like <laughs> uh remember the 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 adidas switch and they oh, are yeah. in the teasers yeah. for every team. And, you know, it's like, oh, oh, is that Royal Blue? Like the lighting, people are going into Photoshop and adjusting the darkness and whatnot of everything. Yeah. And uh, we were all disappointed, right? When mm-hmm. the reveal came and it was still Navy, but they got rid of the gray, did a little bit of work on it. And now uh, they finally give us what we want. So it's, it's truly a uh, time of celebration if you're a Sabres fan. Going back to the the switch to Adidas, I cannot believe they just didn't do this then. I know, I know. Like, come on. Like, good for them for tweaking the nightmare that was the the Reebok Edge navy blue Sabres jersey, but this right here is a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. A true masterpiece. Like, and not just the jersey, the complete uniform complete all together is just magnificent it's i i feel like so i haven't wonderful. seen the socks yet the socks, I, I, I will try and find a picture and i can send it to you but it um looks so so clean and then the well, neck detail with the the buffalo flag also really cool yeah the lightning bolts you know in a past time or in an alternate universe, the Buffalo Lightning could have worked as our team name. Oh, yeah, for sure. It, it has a tie to the city. Uh, it, I mean, yeah, it, it, it could have worked. But, yes, they, 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 hit the, they hit the ball out of the park, so to speak. With this the one. white jersey. Oh. Incredible. That one's gorgeous. Absolutely the, incredible. 10 out of 10. But the one knock that I have, okay, and I don't want to sound picky, all right, but I can't get over the white stripes. I'll be honest. Really? I, I can't. I can't. It looks like a hoodie. You know what? It, now that it, I'm looking at it, it does kind of look it, like a hoodie with the white makes, stripes. It makes it look like a hoodie. <laughs> and I, it's, and of course, if anyone read the article by Lance Lazowski, I believe it was in the Buffalo News. Who 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 decided on the white stripes, but representatives for Pagula Sports and Entertainment? They literally took white. There was no science to it whatsoever. They cut up white felt and placed it over the yellow stripes and said, "Oh yeah, that looks great." Their reasoning 
actually make sense though. They said that it, uh, the, the the white the white crest popped out too much in a in a sea of blue and yellow, even though they wore that for twenty six years. Yeah, <laughs> but whatever. It's you know, I mean, they wore the slug, and there was a whole lot of yellow uh, in the logo, but not a whole lot in the jersey. But I rest my case. I mean, there's probably a dozen teams like that in the league, but whatever. It's fine. See, my thinking here is the white, if say they kept the silver piping like they've had for the last 10 years, 10 plus years with the previous jerseys, I think the white looks a lot better than it would if it was silver. I think we can both agree on that, right? Yes. So I don't think it's necessary. I don't really hate it that much. I think it would look a lot better if that white stripe just continued as blue, but it's still, See, I still think it looks fantastic. The, the mistake that we as fans made this whole time is that we, we, we simply clamored for Royal blue. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't say we want the old design. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wasn't expecting the old design. They've, Pretty much, well, besides the white stripes, I've gone back to the old design. I felt like maybe wishing for the whole design is a little too good to be true. Yeah, for sure. Then they they the sabers we're talking about. Right, right. They they sent they they posted the prototypes too and the concepts and sketches that they had, and a couple of them were well, one was seriously just the winter classic jersey with the buffalo script across the, the chest, which I'm 90% sure I made a concept of around the time of the Winter Classic. Yeah. But See, I don't think I would have liked that. And I if know. I can recall, if the, they went, the home jersey would have had the Sabres logo on it. Mm-hmm. And then the away would have had the Buffalo script. I don't like that, having two different logos as the main logo on the jersey like if, that's one of my big knocks on the hurricane set because oh, i think yeah. the their jerseys are beautiful they're great except my big thing with the white one is why doesn't it just have the hurricanes logo on it why does it say canes i don't like that <laughs> but besides that fantastic yeah yeah the the wild are like that with their jersey too not their logo but their jersey their home one is different from yeah, road. not not a big fan of that style, no. but uh, going back to the Winter Classic jerseys, I w- that's what I was expecting. I was expecting them to have kind of the same jersey template as the 40th anniversary in the Winter Classic jersey. If you didn't know, same exact striping pattern for the most part. Mm-hmm. Correct? Yes. The four stripes. Yes. Also, uh, Jeremy White confirmed this the 50th anniversary jersey will not be their alternate jersey next year that's something that i thought i saw on uh aesthetics over the past few months right but i guess that's not the case anymore it was just a one-off decision must have been made late in the process and you know what they must have missed the deadline (laughs) so (laughs) ends the tale of one of the most alternate jerseys in nhl history i'll be honest (laughs) <laughs> I, I kind of like it. it though. I like it. I, I have it hung up in my room. I'm a big yeah, me fan. too. I bought it because, uh, well, it's a new Sabres jersey. 
Yeah, and good thing you did because uh, they they didn't make that many. Well, yeah. You wanted one, you probably didn't get your hands on it. And I got mine for like 80 bucks because I got mine at Dave and Adams when I used to work there. And I used my employee discount. Yeah, my $50 birthday discount and my employee, uh, my $50 uh, birthday gift card and my employee discount knocked it down considerably to 87. you got a $50 gift card for your birthday at, uh, well, Mr. Yeah. Ted, you know what he gives us? What? A free meal. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. You, well, I left because the owner's $50, I get a free meal, which I already got. Congratulations. Oh, well, I, I left because the owner was a jerk. So if you want to, yeah, maybe you'll do that one day too. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to talk, touch on with the Jersey? Oh, I'm sure there is. Uh, um, how about the beautiful addition of the Winter Classic secondary logo on the helmet? I think yes, that I was just gonna, really good. I was just going to say that. It looks so good. I'm kind of surprised they didn't put that on the shoulders. I know, but you know what? Maybe it's for the best. If they if they go with a, the four-jersey program, right, that the NHL is supposedly talking about with a and throwback and alternate, you need to make one with that logo on it. Like the one that Jordan designed, that navy yeah. blue one, that yes. would look cool. I really like that a lot. Or a yellow one, a proper yellow one that doesn't suck. You see, like a yellow jersey can be done. I I yeah. truly believe that. They just yeah. made the turd burger look so terrible. Right. What's? Oh God, I have so many thoughts. Actually, it's tough to organize them. I would have been incredibly disappointed if they went with a completely new design. That would have been too much to take. Like if they I actually, think I would have too. If they actually went with the the winter classic design, I probably would have been a little unhappy because I feel like this whole way we wanted the the old look back. Oh, and yeah, I, I think as we said earlier, I don't think either of us were expecting the old look to be brought back. Right, right. Besides the I, white stripes, I didn't really have faith that they'd stay so true to the away to the well, the former home jersey, but the current away one. And I just keep looking at my wearing classic jersey and losing my train of thought. It's beautiful, but uh, no, uh, I didn't expect them to, to to stay true like that. And I'm happy that they went back. And stuck with a prior identity that really is the team's identity. I mean, it was, if you think the Sabres, you're most likely thinking of, of that uniform set from the 70s uh, to 1996. And if we never change our uniforms again, then that is perfectly fine. Because going through this process has made me realize there's a lot of teams that don't have an identity in the NHL. Like the, the stars, um, I think Vegas really never should change their uniforms. I think they got to stick with that forever. I like, agree. They they nailed it. Um, the Sharks don't really have an identity. Like there's so many teams who um, don't have that look. And it, it, this whole process, it's made me appreciate the Canadians more. And it's made me realize, man, that is a – great set of uniforms the the sabers they have they have their look now 
Yes. You don't they need to, to change it. it. Stop trying to I don't why did they change to begin with? <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. Was it like in money reasons? Yeah. Was it money reasons? It was what, the nineties. Oh my god. Larry Quinn. And another and then dude they, for the then they changed it again and then they changed it again. Which all justified, but you should have just came back to the old design at that point. Yeah. Now they finally have, and now they never have a reason to change it ever again. There's no reason why you can't just keep these, keep these two. Mm-hmm. Don't touch them. If someday you want to take the white stripes off, cool, that's fine. But I don't mind it. The buffalo is hairy now. I oh, like yeah. that. That's that's probably my favorite touch. He's grizzled. Can you tell if the the blue part of the front logo, do you think that's felt like on the Winter Classic jerseys? Ooh, I don't know. It doesn't look like it is. Yeah, probably not. But I really like the texture on the buffalo, on the main logo. That, mm-hmm. that looks great. Mm, yes, and nice I'm glad of hair. I'm glad that they didn't completely copy the original ones because I think that the the shoulder patches on mm. the original jerseys were stupid. I liked that. <laughs> I wouldn't like it today, but I thought yeah. it was cool. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense why you would have your primary logo on I know both shoulders. That it just seems a little odd and I'm glad they decided to stray away from that. But yeah, jersey looks great. And also another thing I'm glad that they didn't do no laces. They just went with a complete one piece yeah. design, which I really like that a lot. They didn't have like the fishbone design like they had before. I kind of thought they would go to kind of like the the actual laces, not the the weird uh, fishbone look that they had before but yeah i think i definitely prefer the one piece look the dead fish with the the, the collar where the nhl logo yeah. is oh yeah mm-hmm. uh i'm kind of surprised that they didn't go with uh a two-tone collar like they did before yeah just one solid color like a nice yellow cool. it would look cool if like they had a little yellow detail on there but if they even put yellow on the thin part of the collar, like on the inside. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. what on the the Reebok jerseys, the collar was yellow. I remember that. I thought that looked good. But when with the one piece collar on the Adidas jerseys, the collar being a completely different color looks a little weird. If you ask me, I like how the thinner the thinner part towards the back. I think if they made that yellow, I think that would look pretty good. But these jerseys, A plus. Yes. Like Eric Bottomer from Adidas NHL, fantastic job. Mm-hmm. Also, the pants stripe. I just want to mention that. It's bad. finally, yep. finally they bring back the pants stripe. Socks look pretty good too. Yeah, you got it's... anything else on the jersey? Ah oh, man, well it's gonna be a uh, long time till we see him on the ice. Yeah, uh, how many more weeks until the playoffs are over? Probably like another three, four weeks. It's going till, yeah. Late late September, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. Even October. The latest I, date, I think, draft, is October 4th. Yeah, the draft is October 9th and 10th. Mm-hmm. And I think the, the playoffs will end like a few, like three or four days before that. So. Right. 
Yeah. Well, we won't even be able to see whoever the Sabres draft put the jersey on in all likelihood. The yeah. draft isn't going to be – it's probably going to be like the NFL draft where it's over Zoom. Suck. See, but like NBCSN knows what they're doing when it comes to the draft. It'll it'll be okay. I'm I have no doubt that they'll be able to put on a nice Zoom draft. I yeah. I'm I don't know. I'm kind of weary, but I'm sure it'll be okay. I love the 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 prospects going on the stage, getting their moment. It kind of stinks that they're getting robbed of that this time around, but. Who knows? A lot can change between now and October. So Gary Batman isn't going to be booed. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they'll uh, have fans on the screen like they did for the NFL. Oh yeah, draft. that'd be cool. Who knows? Maybe they'll pipe them in. The NHL has a sense of humor now, apparently. So you've been watching more playoff games than I have this past week. Uh, for any of the hat tricks, were they throwing the hats on the ice like they did for the McDavid one? I, I see. I didn't notice. I I don't think they threw any for Pavelski. I think they kind yeah. of made because people I feel didn't really react well to that. That was cringy. <laughs> that was funny. Like, come on, it's 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 the NHL. What else do you expect? <laughs> but uh, no, I I don't. Oh God! There's that phone again. There's the who did I say that was before? I don't remember. Well, it's 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 the something hotline ringing, but mm, I I liked it. I thought it was funny. <laughs> I thought it was cringy. Everyone know. always says the NHL takes itself too seriously, and they don't have, they don't let their players have any personality or anything. I thought that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> McDavid didn't think it was funny. He thought it was unnecessary. Ah, well, they call him Cardboard Connor for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> very true, very true. Uh, yes, so it's going to be – well, when are they going to start the season? January? My Lord, there's like yeah. four or five months before we're ever going to see another Sabres game. I think the AHL saying December 4th is a little ambitious. Oh, that'll get pushed back, no doubt. But also, I keep hearing that, like, these leagues aren't going to be able to operate without fans. Yeah. Like, the, the CHL, I keep hearing that teams are going to go bankrupt and, then like, have to fold. Oh, what are we going to do? What are we going to do without our, our junior hockey? It's a Canadian you know institution. If the Lethbridge Hurricanes fold, is Dylan Cousins allowed to play in the AHL? I don't know. Well, hey, that opens the door. If they need teams, bring one to Buffalo. Mm. There you go. Mm -hmm. Yep. See, like, they definitely could play without fans. No doubt. You see it happening in the NHL. You just Mm -hmm. go with a bubble. It'd be cool if they went with a bubble. Obviously, I would love to go to Sabres games next year. I just do not see that happening. No. At all. I'll suck. Even with a vaccine. Because, okay. How can you – at that point, are you saying, okay, it's a free-for-all? Like, okay, if you don't get the vaccine, sucks a suck, you're taking a risk? I guess so. Okay, at that point, then maybe there can be fans. Yeah. But do you wait halfway through the season to allow fans in the building? Do you go with a bubble like they are for now? Does that is that even possible for an 82-game season, which they want to do? Yeah, right. I think that's, that's going to be a – 
That's going to be a climbing business. Everest trying to figure out how to yeah. do that. Like the MLB. The MLB doesn't mm-hmm. have a bubble. They've, they're seeing – it sounds like it's getting a little better now with positive tests, but towards the beginning, especially the, the Marlins were having a lot of problems with positive tests. So I don't know. Next season should be very interesting. You put out an article on chargingbuffalo.net mm-hmm. uh, talking about how – this current playoff format should be adopted full time. Yes. Thank you for the plug. I did go over to the chargebuffalo.net and read that little uh, seven points. I address about why this system should stay. It's a fun read. You'll learn some stuff too. A little bit of history in there. Yeah. I, I don't mind this format at all. Really? Uh, could it be tweaked a little bit, maybe? But it. the one thing, obviously, that I would like to see is the playoff teams not being allowed in the lottery. Which right. would be great because now with Seattle coming in to the next draft, you can have eight teams mm-hmm. fight it out in the lottery. You can do even up the odds. You can, heck, lottery all of the spots. Something, if you want to go crazy, lottery all the spots, whatever. Uh just make sure the last place team doesn't can't have like the eighth pick because that's ridiculous. Like yeah. Detroit, could you imagine if the lottery all the spots and Detroit ends up picking eighth after the season they had? Come on, <laughs> but yeah, I w- I don't think I would mind this system. I am so sick and tired of the playoff format that they usually have ever since they realigned the divisions. I just think it's terrible. This is something fresh. It's fun. Does it de- devalue the regular season a little bit? Yeah, a little bit. But like you mentioned in the article, uh, before like the 90s expansion, 16 teams still made the playoffs. How many other right. teams were there? 21? 21. The best team still won. Mm-hmm. And there's more parity in the league than ever now. So it's not like... We all, like, we all know that yeah. every the league is better than it was before. So There are truly like eight or nine terrible teams in the league. Like most of the teams in the league are probably good enough to be in the playoffs. Like I think the Sabres, yes, they were very terrible at most points this season, (laughs) but I don't think they would have looked any more out of place than some of these other playing teams. Mm -hmm. Like the Canadians won, the Blackhawks won. Are they any worse than those teams? I think the Sabres could have had a chance against the Penguins. But oh, I think so, too. I keep, I keep thinking about that. They they played them well in the regular season. I think that they could have easily had a chance in that series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Probably and I think they would have had a chance against the Flyers, too. The Flyers are a decent team, so. I think they would have killed us. Yeah, probably, probably. Because I think of that game that Ike will miss that ended the point streak, and they just decimated us like 6-1 to one or whatever it was, <laughs> and just – we were completely outclassed. And also, if you think about it, like there was a lot of time off in between the playing around and the end of the regular season. That's like an off season. So yeah. it's like a new season. And yeah, you know we've what had happens, good starts to the season. You know what happens at starts of the seasons for mm-hmm. the Buffalo Sabres? They would go on some crazy 12-game streak and then all of a sudden get swept in the conference finals. So right. that's, what, that's probably what would have happened. Mm-hmm. But then Jason Botterill saves his job. Uh, 
Vladimir Sabotka signs a five-year extension, blah, 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 <laughs> whatever. So I'm looking forward to seeing the Sabres again. And also with the – they had like a whole week to reveal – not to reveal the jersey itself, but they had like a whole week dedicated to the jersey reveal, which yeah. when it got announced, I was like, are they seriously going to wait a whole week to – unveil these things like what's the point and then i obviously made a reaction tweet and then like hours later people were, did you read blah 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 did you read <laughs> like oh my god people look at the timestamp. stuff <laughs> whatever anyways the sabers had a pr catastrophe last season and it's gonna take a long time and lots of work to repair that relationship with the fans and this week, last week, was a good step in that direction, in my opinion. All the giveaways, all the giveaways, giving the fans what they want, finally, goes a long way for me, at least. I bought both of the jerseys. Terry's yes, getting did. his money. Terry's getting his money. <laughs> also, if you want to stick it to the man, buy him off NHLshop.com so all the money doesn't get directly put into Tim and Carrie. <laughs> Carrie yeah. Terry and Kim's pockets. Sorry. Uh I don't know what percentage of sales come from go directly into their pockets or not, but it's probably better if you buy them off of shopnhl.com instead of the My One Buffalo website. So if that becomes available, go for it. Uh also very disappointed that the jerseys will ship in like November. Yeah. Because of COVID. I don't think I would have bought them now if I knew that. I bought both of them and I'm going to have to wait four, three, four months for them to even come to my house. November so, or December, I think it said. Yeah. So I got a big hole in my pocket right now. Speaking of hole in pocket, I listed some jerseys on eBay. I tweeted a link. Please buy them. Uh, <laughs> I have medical bills. I just spent thousands <laughs> of dollars today, so please help a help a friend out. I would greatly appreciate if you bid on my jerseys. I think it's important him. to say Go you're not you're not dying or anything. I'm not dying. I that elbow surgery and many yeah. doctors' appointments and insurance doesn't cover everything. Yeah. So I need to I need to make some money. <laughs> I I got a pay cut. I got a pay cut. I got my hours <laughs> cut. Yes. Yeah, you're holding so. a oh god i'm sorry joe <laughs> yeah i'm sorry it's a great time it's a, it's been a great summer yeah. yeah i can move my elbow again though i have full range of motion there's your update it, it's like a gofundme except you're getting something for donating yeah yeah, yeah. exactly so think yeah. of that There's some <laughs> nice jerseys if you like casey middlestead i got three casey middlestead jerseys up a yeah. couple darlene jerseys a bu jack eichel jersey i mean where are you gonna find that Come yeah on. So, yeah, help a brother out. You got something out of it. Anyways, what were we talking about before this? Dear uh, God, I don't know. <laughs> something about I mean, the jerseys. Oh, the PR nightmare. PR nightmare. That was the Buffalo Sabres. So, look at Ottawa. The Ottawa Senators, let the season before this, absolute chaos. Mm-hmm. Absolute chaos. But then started to get better. They yep. they didn't have their first round pick. They traded Eric Carlson. Look at them now. They have two top five picks. Uh, it looks like they're going in the right direction, and they will probably be better than the Sabers next year, if we're being brutally honest. 
Uh, Everyone laughed at them, and the joke was on all of us. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. The Sabres could be decent next year and then make that step in the right direction to being a laughable franchise, not a laughingstock joke of a franchise. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. So like, There's so much time. I'm excited to see. I'm not excited to see. I am looking forward to seeing what Kevin Adams does to put his stamp on this team. And I yes. hope he puts a stamp on this team because I don't want to see Jason Botterill's team take the ice next year at all. <laughs> so also it's being Kevin Adams. Apparently they might not extend a qualifying offer to Brandon Montour. That's something that we, did you, did you not see that? I did not see that. No, it's yeah, news it to me. 31, 31 thoughts podcast. Uh, they were talking about Andreas Athanasiu on the Oilers, how he might not be qualified by the Oilers because it's $3 million qualifying offer. Mm-hmm. And then they were they said that with the new arbitration rules, because both of these guys are arbitration eligible, there's some new rule where if the player if the team decides to walk away from the arbitration offer, the player in the end can take and a previous offer from the team. Oh, wow. I'm assuming right before arbitration. So say, okay, the Sabres and Brandon Montour, they decide not to trade him. They go to arbitration. They offer him, okay, here's a two-year deal, $3.75 million. Montour tells Adams to go kick rocks and go into arbitration. Arbitration decides, okay, we'll do a one-year deal, $4.5 million. And the Sabres are like, okay, that's too much. We got to pay our other guys. We're, we're going to walk away. Yeah. Instead of Montour becoming an unrestricted free agent, it sounds like he would be able to take the Sabres' previous offer. If that makes okay. sense. Yeah. That's how I interpret it. I'm not positive if hmm. that's the case, though. But Friedman and Jeff Merrick both heard that Brandon Montour – he, they heard that the Sabres are thinking about not qualifying him, making him an unrestricted free agent. Oh, my God. The, how many games has he played? He hasn't even played a full 82-game season combined no. with his stints in 18-19 uh, and this season. And I don't think Brandon Montour – he obviously has not lived up to the hype at all. Uh, they gave up a first-round pick and Brendan Gooley for him which are pretty valuable assets. I think Gooley would have been a, a nice addition to the blue line as of right now, especially with the loss of Lawrence Pilots. But uh, he hasn't lived up to the hype. But Ralph Kruger, he's not doing him any favors. I don't think Ralph Kruger was doing any of the defensemen on the team last year's last year's team. Oh. Wow. I, I, at all. Besides, like, Scandala. Scandala played well. And when Scandella was here, Yoki Hari was playing well because they, they were a nice pair. But besides that, all the defensemen were kind of screwed up because of Kruger. Uh, Montour played the left side as a right-handed shot for a lot of the season. He played forward at some points because Botterill refused to trade a defenseman. <laughs> I feel like he deserves another year. But if they want to trade him and try and get a forward – get some draft picks, clear some cap space. I'm perfectly okay with that. But if Montour gets a one-year deal, reasonable cap hit, I'm, I'm okay. You think anyone would take him before free agency? 
Oh yeah. If if Montour isn't qualified as a right-handed shot that can skate and has some skill to his game, not the greatest defenseman, but he's a talented player, no doubt. Mm-hmm. I feel like the team would scoop him up immediately. Toronto, I think Toronto would oh, probably yeah. be all in on him. Anaheim would probably get him back. Also, speaking of wanting guys back, uh, is there a spot for Brennan Gooley on that Ducks roster next year? I don't think so, and I think he's, he needs waivers. So uh, if he has to go through waivers, I think the Sabres should bring him back. Let's uh, let's reverse the trade. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Undo it. You're not getting a first-round pick for Montour anymore. If you can get a second-round pick and maybe a prospect, if you can get a forward, a roster forward, Heck, if you can do Andreas Athens to see you for Brand Montour, I'd do that, but there's probably no room. The Oilers are the young kids on the Oilers defense coming up. They probably don't need Montour, but something like that. I was thinking maybe right now though, just um for the time being, until Philip Roberg is ready to make the jump or something. Well they got Bouchard coming up, they got Adam Larson, uh what's his face? Chris Russell, Chris Russell's there. I'm yeah. sure they'll probably like to get him out of there. But Ethan Bear, yeah, <laughs> Ethan Bear, Caleb Jones, like they, they, they got a young defense coming up. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they would really look to add a guy like Brandon Montour. But yeah, I don't know. I I'm I feel I feel like they should trade him. They should trade Montour and Ristolainen. But if the team decides, okay, we're gonna give him another year, and then go from there, I don't blame them at all. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like they go to arbitration, one-year arbitration award, go from there, see if he can step it up. Because under no circumstances should be, they be losing this player for nothing. No. At all. But you're not even a year and a half removed from giving up a first-round pick for this guy, plus a decent prospect, to just set him up for failure. That would be so Sabres to do, though. So that's definitely what I expect. Mm-hmm. And Kevin Adams, if he does this, immediately lose all trust. Right. Immediately. immediately. Then you even get to call him even more of a little puppet. You know, he's doing what he Because seems. in the end, that move is just to save money. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, yeah, absolutely. To save a couple of bucks. And having a corporate yes man as your GM is not going to get you far. Mm-hmm. So... We'll see what happens. Uh, I don't think they're going to do this because it's just, it just doesn't make any sense. They're, the only positive out of this is addition by subtraction, but Brandon Montour has value. He's mm-hmm. 25, 26 years old, right-handed shot, who can skate. And that's what teams look for. It didn't work out here yet. Who knows if that can be repaired but just letting him go for nothing just makes absolutely zero sense mm-hmm. so yeah no that's against all the foundations of uh building a hockey team 101 <laughs> yeah yeah and if they let him go and keep her and come on they don't need both of them i don't even think they need one of them one of my big things is the defense is a train wreck I know that on paper they look okay on on the back end, but Rasmus Ristolainen has to go. I think Brandon Montour should go. Why keep Colin Miller if he's just going to be in 
Ralph Kruger's doghouse the whole time. Mm-hmm. Jake McCabe. When Jake McCabe is your best defensive defenseman, there is a problem. Yes. <laughs> you let Lawrence Pilot go because you played a game of chicken with him and thought that you were going to be able to keep him. He's gone for two more years. Who knows if he'll ever come back? I hope he comes back, but who knows if he ever will. Darlene, they tried turning him into a shutdown defenseman last season and ruined him. He's put on like 25 pounds. Great. Give him as many minutes as possible. Keep him on the first power play unit and let this guy become a star. I don't understand. Like they got let this Rasmus Ristolainen nonsense. It hasn't worked out and it never will here. It's time to move on. I don't care if Ralph Kruger likes him. He needs to go. He has to go. It's a it's long overdue. If Rasmus Dahlin and Henry Okiharu are the only like returning defensemen on this team next year, I would be completely happy with that. If they completely overhauled this defense, thumbs up for me. I like Colin Miller. I like him a lot, but if they're just going to scratch him constantly like they did last season, why bother keeping him? Because he has like three more years left on his contract, and that's a lot of money for a seventh defenseman. I'd really like to make a trade for one of the Columbus defensemen, one of their sure. bottom four guys. David Savard. They yeah, need David Savard defensively responsible defensemen. Mm-hmm. And if it's David Savard who is a rental, fine. If it's Adam Larson who is going to be a rental, fine. I think Adam Larson would be a perfect line mate for Rasmus Dahlin. Perfect. They need someone who can play defense. They need more guys who can play defense. Yes, it's nice to have guys who can skate up the ice and produce points, but that's one of the main reasons why they can't win. They can't defend. They can't score, and that's a big problem, and they can't stop the puck. There's the uh, the trade rumor hotline going off again. My apologies. There are just way too many holes on this team right now. Like They need to rectify these issues. And is Kevin Adams up to the job? I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not – as time goes on, I'm not feeling real confident in the guy. <laughs> yeah. They, if he's they here for like 20 a, years. He hired someone from outside the organization finally. Yeah. Uh, they didn't promote uh, Patrick Coletta from the Academy of Hockey to be <laughs> the Rochester Amherst coach. <laughs> Jeez, what, what's the guy's name? He was uh, – Seth Appert? Is that Beth it? Appert, Appert or Appert, something like that. Uh, he was the coach of the U18 uh, U.S. National Team Development Program. So he's coached a lot of the guys coming up. Uh, good for – yeah. Uh, I, I have no problem with the higher uh, – Creative more signing. U, more U.S. hockey ties. So they're probably going to pick Jake Sanderson with their first-round pick. <laughs> and by the way, Jake Sanderson gets a lot of crap. He gets a lot of crap. The guy's good. By no means should the Sabres pick him, but this is not Matias Samuelson and Ryan Johnson if the Sabres pick him. This guy's going to play, and he's going to be really, really good. So I just want to clarify that before. But they should pick a forward. If Marco Rossi is on the board, you pick Marco Rossi. I think I have him going eight to the Sabres in my latest mock draft that I put on Cap Friendly. So. I'll go through it right now for everyone. All right, yeah, go for it. 
You can see the mock Let's hear draft. It. All right. Uh, just give me a second. You have to a pull it up. up there. My McDonald's Wi-Fi is acting up. <laughs> I just, uh, I, I really want a forward in this draft. I'm, uh, I've never seen Jake Sanderson play, but it's just that's such an uninspired draft pick. Mm-hmm. And then you, I, I can just see it now. Pierre Maguire saying, "Oh, the, the son of Sabres legend Jeff Sanderson, Jeff Sanderson. Did really well." Big body defenseman, blah, blah, blah. This kid has a it's booming shot. <laughs> All right. Uh, we haven't talked about the lottery. New York right. Rangers winning the first overall pick. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, I mean, <laughs> it's intriguing because it, it, it's, it could complete their puzzle eventually. Um, they probably have a few more trades to make, of course, for like a center and whatnot. But – I mean, it's the NHL's dream for him to go there. I mean, the Rangers get their first star in a really long time. And, man, he's going to have Kravstov, too, there. Mm. Cocker, hopefully, will figure it out. They're going to be a really scary team. They got the goaltending now. They've always had the goaltending, but they're going to be very scary. Yeah, the Rangers are going to be cup contenders in a couple of years, yeah. if not next year if they can add another center, maybe. But I'm glad it was – I am i don't know. I would have rather seen Minnesota win it. <clears throat> but the Rangers were far from my worst-case scenario. Right. It could have been as Toronto. Long as, the Leafs, as long as the Leafs didn't win, I was fine. And the Leafs lose out on their 13th overall pick because of the Patrick Marlowe trade. Right. Insane. So, yeah, Lafreniere, he's going to the Rangers. I got Tim Stutzla going second to the Kings. Ottawa grabbing Quentin Byfield third. Uh, Detroit getting Cole Perfetti, who he's rumored to go there. There's lots of rumors about that. Uh, fifth overall, Ottawa again. Uh, Lucas Raymond, I saw a rumor that they're eyeing him up for that fifth spot. Uh, sixth, the Anaheim Ducks defenseman Jamie Drysdale, right-handed shot defenseman. They can really use a right-handed shot D, and this is just a perfect match for them. Uh, biggest need and the best. I, I would say the best option for them here is Jamie Drysdale. Seven, the New Jersey Devils. Alexander Holtz, uh, the Devils have, they got Nico Heischer and Jack Hughes down the middle for them. They have their center ice position filled. Uh, it's time to get a winger. Nice goal-scoring winger to play with those guys. I think they go with Alexander Holtz or if Lucas Raymond's on the board, I think they'll go with him. Mm-hmm. Number eight, Marco Rossi for the Sabres. Uh, I believe best player available at this point of the draft. Fills a position in need as a center. Uh, he's short. He's like five foot eight, five foot nine. But the man has tree trunks for legs. Uh, I, there's no, absolutely no positive, no, absolutely no doubt in my mind that this guy, he's going to be a real good player in this league. And I have no concerns whatsoever about his size, none at all. He's going to, I think he'll play in the NHL next year wherever he goes. Wow. Yes. Uh, another guy who could play in the NHL next year, number nine to the Minnesota Wild, Anton Lundell. Uh, if Rossi's off the board, I'm picking Anton Lundell. I think regardless of who else is on the board, like obviously if like Byfield falls to eight, you're picking mm-hmm. him. But out of the crop that like Holtz, Raymond, Lundell, Rossi, Sanderson, Perfetti, I'm picking Rossi and Lundell over all those guys, I think. They need that two-way center 
who's going to be able to drive play for them. And I think Rossi and Lundell are those two guys. And uh, number 10, Jake Sanderson to the Jets, uh, left-handed shot D. They could definitely use a nice defensive prospect in that system. Uh, I'll just go through a couple more. Uh, Yaroslav Askarov to the Nashville Predators, a goalie oh, prospect wow. going there. I could see Askarov going to the Hurricanes, too, at 13. They could use a nice goalie prospect there, too. Number 12 to the Panthers, Jack Quinn, a goal-scoring winger out of Ottawa, a teammate of Marco Rossi. And then 13 to the Hurricanes, they got Seth Jarvis, uh, Portland Winterhawks forward, really nice player there. So, yeah, that's my top 13 mock draft for you. Good stuff. What, are people launching fireworks at – 11:30 a.m. I wouldn't be surprised. People are quite bored right now. Mm-hmm. Summer's almost over. You gotta unload that that cash. You know. Oh yeah. Unload that cash. I just unloaded all my cash. Yes, you did. Quite yes, you did. Literally. Quite cash. literally. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Anyways, yeah. I know we want to do a little bit of a shorter one today. You got anything else before we sign off? No, I'm fine. Oh, before we all. sign off, we want to tell you about our, our friends over at Justition. Uh, use code TCB at checkout to save 10% on your order. Uh, support local businesses. The guys at Justition, great guys. Uh, support them during these very painful times. So code TCB at checkout at justitionhockey.com. Follow them on Twitter, too, at Justition. Yeah, you got anything else before we get out of here? No, that's all I got. All right. Uh, if you enjoyed, please let us know. Uh, we'll probably do the Jersey draft pretty soon. Yes. That'll probably be the next one. We'll probably maybe some fun episodes. Got to fill the gaps between now and next season somehow. Yeah. Uh, we can do some drafts, Jersey drafts, maybe an all-time Sabres player draft, a drought draft. I think a drought draft would be fun. Like what yeah. Chopin the Bulldog did. We could do that. Mm-hmm. If you got any suggestions, please let us know. There's nothing to talk about, especially now that the jersey has been unveiled. So please do anything. We'll, we'll do anything, really. Like we're open to suggestions, even non hockey related, just anything, really. So we'll maybe some guests on too. We'll try. Now we record over Zoom. We can have anyone on. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, if you enjoyed, let us know. We appreciate the feedback, good or bad. Uh, you can follow The Charging Buffalo on Twitter and Instagram at The Charging Buff. And you can follow us on Twitter too, JoeTCBNHL and LVKETCB. And as always, we appreciate you all for listening, and we will see you in the next one.